0: If we could talk about time Adam Watch a film today James We'd explain all the plots that confused you Scott And we'd say
1: Welcome to Time Travel Film Club! Hello from the past, present and future. My name's Scott Hamza and thank you so much for listening to the ninth episode of Time Travel Film Club. A weird, wild and definitely Olympic level journey across some of the best and some of the worst time travel films throughout our timeline. As always, joining me in the TTFC to my right, our resident science guy and everyone's emotional limbic system, it's James Donnelly.
0: Emotional limbic system? I'm really pleased with that. That's good. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: And to my left, as always, it's our film fact finder extraordinaire and a man who also thinks threesomes are illegal, Adam Hedges. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you I, I don't. We know they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, gentlemen, we are here to kick off another episode of the Time Travel Film Club, our collection of 12 time travel movies spanning three decades and five countries. Each episode, you, our wonderful listener, will join our past selves for the breakdown, analysis and comparison of a time travel film you might not have heard of. Which brings me to today's episode and this episode's film, The Infinite Man. The Infinite Man was released in Australia in 2014, the rest of the world about 12 hours later. <laughs> James, Adam, where did you enjoy this wonderful Australian
0: movie? This was another free YouTube Australian yeah. film. YouTube special, wonderful.
1: What's it, what is it with Australians just loving, like, oh, I'll just give you my stuff for free on YouTube?
0: I just think Australians, they're just far out.
1: I, I think that Australians just, they respect our endeavour. They want us to, they want to make life easy for Are us. doing an
0: Australian accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, was. Uh, uh. Far out. <laughs> My uncle legitimately says far out right. as, a, as a real thing that he says as an Australian.
1: All right. Now, before we send you far out back in time to our past selves, if you would like to get in touch with us, dear listener, we'd be overjoyed to hear from you. Boys, how can the listener get in touch with us?
2: They can like us on Facebook at Time Travel Film Club or they can follow us
0: on Twitter at Time Travel Club. And if you are a Sigma male like Terry, tell us on our subreddit r slash Time Travel Film Club or send an email to club at gmail.com. You're <laughs> opening yourself. Some weird email. world. <laughs> the I know, I know.
1: <laughs> and with all that said and done, James Adam put down the clogs. It's time for the art to get blue. It's the infinite man time.
2: every Mel Gibson film is an Australian film by the way.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I would I would argue if the main character is Australian then the mythos <laughs> and the lore are Australian. But I love I love Australian films. You know what else I love? I love time travel films and I so like I'm I'm super jazzed right now. Super
0: pumped. I'm so excited to talk about this film. I'm not sure how you can be that excited because the last time we had an Australian film that was time travel related. It was
2: an epic and everybody enjoyed it, and <laughs> that is what we will move on from now.
0: I feel like you may have just cut what I actually said there and you've just interjected. It with doesn't, your own it doesn't words. matter because when Scott
2: comes to edit this back up,
1: cinematic <laughs> epic. <laughs> I love time travel films. I love... And as I was watching this, I, as I watched this a couple of times, this is exactly like, to me, this is our bread and butter. This is this is Time Travel Film Club 101. It's not 101. It's episode nine. So numbers are... And numbers are going to become even <laughs> less helpful as the episode goes, <laughs> possibly. Um, but I, like, I am on a high. I spoilers enjoyed the hell out of this movie but all separate to enjoyment
0: this is a time travel movie we're about to get deep right oh uh, we're gonna get deep in this film whether it's a time travel film i'm gonna argue at the very end oh, we'll, we'll I wait was for that say the same thing it's gonna we'll, be an interesting conversation towards oh, the yeah. end of this one right we'll wait for that but mm. i thoroughly enjoyed this film not to spoil how i'm gonna rank this at the end i really like this film yeah
2: I I also have big things to say towards the end of this.
0: All right, let's just get into We We have
1: a big old task ahead of us, so let's get right into it. We open with a montage of Dean telling and showing us all of the things that he's done for Lana. All of the various things he's learnt, all of the various things he's built, the various ways he has tried to make her happy.
0: Uh, I have to say, there is nothing more romantic than raising a boat from the sunken depths just so she could have a nice view. Very yeah. impressive. Mm. A Dutch
1: boat, it would have to be, right?
0: I would assume, based on the rest of this film, a Dutch boat. Yeah, Dutch
2: boat in Australian waters. Have you raised a Dutch boat for your wife any time recently? No. Adam? Based on the other I Dutch... shan't either. <laughs> I'm fervently against it.
0: Based on the other Dutch phrases, you know, Dutch oven, Dutch rudder, I'm not sure what a Dutch boat would be. No, yeah,
1: keep that away. <laughs> And he ends the, the montage-y moment by saying, you know, am I crazy to think we could be happy to Lana, to himself, to Lana, to everyone, to us? Fast forward a little bit. Dean and Lana arrive at a beach hotel for their anniversary. But unlike last year's visit, the hotel is kaput. It is shut down. It's, it's, it's totally derelict. Now, <laughs> I, we are however many minutes in, right up top. I want to make a, the first of two big kind of like statements to help the audience, to help us, it's, it's to help me while I was watching it. We will, for the purposes of clarity moving forward, refer to the year we're currently in as we're watching it right now, 2 minutes 07-ish, going to refer to this time as year one and the previous year's visit when the beach hotel was open, when everything went fine, that's year zero. Just going to get that out there right now. Year zero, we are at year one. Okay. Yep, happy with that. Yep, good. Now, this closure messes with Dean's meticulously planned blueprint to The Perfect Weekend. Lana, who's quite frustrated because the schedule for this year, year one, is a carbon copy of last year's anniversary, of year zero's anniversary, right down to the clothes they're wearing. She gets frustrated. She's not happy. You know, she wants, she wants joie de vivre. She wants uh, uh, individuality. She wants, you know, she wants surprises. So she heads off to the car. She's she's not, she's not about this.
0: Whereas, whereas he's planning it down to hoping for the exact same weather, which based on him raising a ship from the depths, maybe he can do. Mm. Yeah, is he... A wizard? I don't know. No, he's an engineer. Ah, yes. I
1: paused on his schedule a couple of times. I noticed that he not only is going to give her a deep tissue massage, but that he's got notes from Sven. Oh, yes. Sven's famous deep tissue massage. Making Mm. it a Swedish deep tissue massage, one would have to assume. I love that he's got notes from the masseuse just to make sure he does everything absolutely perfectly. He's also got written down on the schedule songs of the humpback whale, which <laughs> not to bring it up again, but we just watched that. <laughs> We've just had it. <laughs> so there are Maybe
2: it's more common than we think.
1: If we whale start music. to see whale music in all of the time travel films, Maybe. we'll know it's a thing.
2: I mean, there is a there is a link straight away to a, to go up through time. There, it's that moment where they're trying to recapture that perfect day. That's mm. what it's what Dean's trying to do. Is trying to recapture a perfect, in his opinion, a perfect moment in time.
0: And what better way than through time travel?
2: Yeah,
1: we move into the second moment, and Dean is fixing up their room. Lana arrives back. Dean's decided, I'm abandoning the schedule. You want individuality? Let's let's do this. So Lana, you know, she gets excited. She's She wants to be surprised. And so having ripped up the itinerary, it's on the floor. He just peeks back at the itinerary, which means that, yay, it is
0: time for Dutch Heritage Hour for Lana. I love the idea of ripping up the schedule being a symbolic gesture. But then fully admitting, oh, no, I've got copies. It's fine.
1: <laughs> they have a really lovely time, though. They they get some food. Dutch Heritage Hour goes off wonderfully. And they're even queuing up Sexual Congress in five.
0: <laughs> oh, sexual Congress was the moment where I thought... This film's actually funny. This is going to be a
2: good movie. That's, that's what shocked me straight away. Cause I was like, I know we haven't, generally speaking, we haven't had a lot of comedy in time travel films so far. And I was like, Oh, it's a comedy. Great. Excellent. I'm going to, I'm going to really enjoy this one.
0: And what else does he refer to the sexual congress as? Because there was another note I made here that I loved. (laughs) The blue arts. The blue blue arts. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it so much. I've never heard that before. That's
1: that's it from now on for me.
0: And she's surprisingly keen, by the sounds of it, to indulge in these blue arts. If I said to my wife, hey, do you want to indulge in the blue arts? She'd probably give me a smack.
1: I would be very keen for someone who said that they'd spent, you know, that thorough a time studying what they have referred to as the blue arts. He even refers to the fact that last year he achieved cosmic consciousness just a little bit too soon. So if you're, you know, if you're, if you're dipping your, you're not dipping your toe in the well, I don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to describe what's being dipped, but, you know, if there is (laughs) dipping in the well of cosmic consciousness, then uh, uh, so be it. I would, yeah, I'd be into it. Good for Lana.
0: But of course there's always one thing that's better than sex. And that's science. <laughs> well, was... And hence the uh introduction of his newest device, the external limbic system. The external limbic system. Mm-hmm. It's it's an unconventional way, but you know. It looks it. it looks to me more like uh, is it an EEG um that you have put on your head? I've had one before. Oh. Um I don't remember it being sexually stimulating, I have to say. It's like EEG meets shower cap with wires. I'm
1: fine. I I really like the device. This is, you know, as far as time travel devices go, this is better than the MRI machine last time around in Curvature.
2: I like the fact that he's, he's actually trying in, instead of... I mean, there kind of isn't a mention of time travel at this specific point, but what he's aiming for here is to capture another perfect moment. So they're like... Climax, if you will. Um, that was air quoted, by the way. Obviously, nobody can see that because this is a podcast. Um, it's just but, getting
1: really saucy. All yes, of a I know, oh, yeah, yeah, This, this know. is a naughty film. <laughs> oh, naughty.
2: Um, yeah, he's trying to capture that like perfect moment, and he's created this device to do that. And it's—I don't know—it it felt kind of like like a closeness between them. That, that it, Lana's into it. She's like she's open to this kind of. They this, are having
1: a lovely time. They are. And you're right to mention that time travel is not something that's been mentioned. He doesn't call it a time travel device. He's not selling it to Lana as a time travel device. Dean calls it the external limbic system and phrases it almost as if it's just, as you said, Adam, a a moment retrieval device. That's what I wrote down, that he says, you know, we'll be able to record this moment, the senses as well as the events per se. He says we can return to this moment in time over and over and over and he means it with that kind of passionate this is we're just gonna be able to freeze this moment in time that all these feelings we've got he doesn't realize he's telling us the plot of the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) no he's talking about a essentially perfect orgasm button but we're thinking time travel time travel yeah they boot up the els but then all of a sudden terry rocks up sigma terry my favorite masculine man God damn
1: it. <laughs> you're going to have to explain the sigma thing i only found out about this bizarre internet thing <laughs> recently
0: oh i mean picture something i think we've all known of uh, alpha males and beta males um not to describe any of us as any of the either of the others um adam is beta the um <laughs> the most important part you know is that you think of alpha as being the top dog no, 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 you're, you're wrong. There is a topperer dog.
1: A most topperer
0: dog. A more topperer than <laughs> the most top dog. A most dog, oh, and God. that is the sigma male. Oh. So think about how an alpha male would like to portray how tough and strong he is. Sigma males don't even need to do that. They just have that air of, I do what I want. <laughs> oh, saucy again. I saw factor. like a
1: meme that was like, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, alpha
0: males. Keanu Reeves Sigma male. Oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, okay, this
1: is why are you branding all of the males? <laughs> why?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's very much in like incel culture style. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not on board with Sigma males. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm
1: gonna, I'm seeking my Sigma years. That's the, uh, that's the title <laughs> of my autobiography. <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> anyway, Terry, ter- dear sweet, beautiful, wonderful Terry. Apple of my eye. Is that the phrase? Apple of my yeah, eye? Yeah, that's sorry, no, right. I just okay, great. yeah. I, apple of my eye, bosom in my bosom, Terry <laughs>
0: <laughs> Buddy of your bosom, yeah, carry Body on. Of bosom, my bosom buddy. Terry. Mm-hmm. I love this guy.
1: Terry. Terry threw javelin at the Olympics, but had his medals taken because of his politics, brackets, because of his drug taking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? In that moment, I thought, Terry and Scott have got a lot in common here. I just feel like they'd get on.
1: I love him. I love him. What has Terry brought? He's, he's you know, he's, he dashes up, he's in his car, he pulls up swiftly, gets out of his car. Big sort of like muscly, jocular vibes. What's, what's he brought to the event? He's brought the javelin. Obviously. And a packet of condoms. Oh,
2: of course. A <laughs> P- pair of Lana's knickers that he's, you know...
1: And a
0: stun gun. gun.
2: And a stun gun. <laughs> and a stun gun. I was going to ask,
1: prod. stun gun, Kattel prod? Kattel prod. It, cattle prod? Cattle prod. It's a cattle prod.
0: They're basically the same thing. I've, yeah. I've actually been shocked by a cattle prod. Have you? And uh, it's not a pleasant experience. No, no sure it's not. gnarly, right? Think about an electric fence. You touch that, you, you do a little jump. You fall down when you're hit by a cattle prod. Ooh. It is a rough experience. Oh, listen, yeah. Now, Dino, he's not happy that...
1: <laughs> i should have done it already dino, so. No, no. Dino. i didn't mean dino. to there's dino. no other way to say dino <laughs> dino's not happy here exact opposite of me i'm overjoyed dino's not happy because terry is lana's ex so he rushes on down but what else uh, you mentioned what did terry bring he bought the condoms he bought the javelin he bought the knickers but he also bought the cattle prod and the cattle prod is for dino
0: i liked to hear that at some point um we hear from dean that Terry always ruins this. Now, this is before any time travels happened. So Terry obviously just likes to turn up as soon as they're about to bang. And I love that he (laughs) has some sort of sixth, seventh, eighth sense (laughs) of, hang on, I've got a day to ruin here. (laughs)
1: Doesn't he ask for a bifurcated dildo
0: as well? Yeah, Terry, is that a Sigma thing? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now, I don't know. So I had to Google this because I know what the word bifurcated means. And I thought, that can't be what this is. How would you describe in your head if you've not seen one? Have you seen one? A bifurcated what, dildo. What a bifurcated dildo would be. Well,
2: I, I know what I know what bifurcated means. I've never seen a bifurcated
1: dildo. I pictured split. at the, I know that it's probably just end to end, but I pictured it split at the top, almost like a like a palm tree uh, spreads out.
0: You're correct. Is it? That yeah. is what How? it looks Bang. like. How? Bang on, Scott. What um, does that do? I imagine so you can don't have... Don't tell me. About... <laughs> I imagine you don't need so to you use can... two hands. Well, you can have two pleasure points at the same time. With the oh, I see, like a mm-hmm. like a
1: like a hoe in the garden. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> like two hoes. No. Like if you had a spade. Like, no,
1: if you spade had a hoe,
2: sp- a one-handled hoe, but with two hoe heads on it. Yeah, yeah. you wanted to hoe yeah. two crops at the same time. But you only had one. You're one man. Yeah, one man. You're one man hoeing. <laughs> one I man sympathize. who wants
1: more than one hoe. Yeah. Okay. Again, Terry's just a man who he he uh, shops on Amazon. He finds some good stuff. <laughs> what he can does. I say? He does. So Dean gets cattle prodded. And the next time we see him, he wakes up and overhears Lana. And this is another moment for us. Lana excitedly and hushedly saying that this is their chance to take the helmets and run. So Dean, see, well, what the hell is going on? He sees red. He runs after Lana, who's now walking towards the uh, quote unquote beach. Looks more like a sort of desert wasteland. Yeah, right? it <laughs> looks like a bit of brown land. Yeah, that no one can build on a beach there. Dean dashes after Lana. He's angry. He grabs the helmet back. He says he never wants to see Lana again, including threatening self-immolation via ginger wine. <laughs> <laughs> and and more seriously, calling Lana a whore. So he's... Uh, not in English. Is that why I failed to hear it? Because later yes. in the movie, she says, you too. called me a whore. And yeah. I thought, did
0: he? Uh, he specifically calls her, I believe, in French. It, yeah, um, I think later on, she says, you called me a whore. And he said, sounds better in French.
2: <laughs> like, it's just a throwaway thing. The comedy lines in this are slipped in dead quickly. So you, it's dead easy to miss them, but it's oh, funny.
0: And there's another another comedy line that comes up here, which is just so casual. From Terry where he just says, This jacket's inflammable. And I Uh, I lost it at that scene, (laughs) laughing my head off. There's
2: there's a lot of kind of like moments in this set. Like the the physical comedy you're seeing on stage on stage, on screen is really interesting. Dean's Runs made me laugh every time. (laughs) Like little sort of penguin waddles away. Just like crack me up. There's a
1: lot of good like physical comedy in this. Yeah. A lot of good sort of like
0: subtle verbal comedy. It's all really nice. Yeah. We've got a rare treat here where I think all three of them are quite good actors as well.
2: Yeah. You get that feeling from like very early on that this is, they're actually decent this time around. because
1: Australia a, an incredible country full uh-huh. of wonderful actors and amazing people. Yeah. We've 41. seen that.
2: We've seen that before in other. Don't, don't do that. Australia. Let's uh,
1: let's get back to the movie, Adam. Come on now, please. <laughs> After, you know, calling Lana a French whore, unfortunately, uh, Lana and Terry head off into the sunset and they leave Dean and his machine on the beach. Dean's machine. Hmm. Twelve months go by and Dean is now approaching year two. It is the year two anniversary were he still with Lana. Unfortunately, he hasn't seen her in a year. She moved to the beach. Dean stayed at the hotel this whole time, which is unthinkable. What, what did we think of that? I thought this was a little bit... I,
2: I know at this point, it's kind of... Uh, you, you never see him go off and get food. Well, You never I, see him do kind of... I think probably we'll get to a discussion about it later on.
0: But... Well, I think at one point, again, slightly later, she mentions something along the lines of, are we going to hunt? Or something to try of, kind of bring up the point that the film's writers understand that it looks unbelievable. He stayed there for a Mm. year, but I'm willing to kind of suspend disbelief because there are other things to come to later about their time here. Okay. And he's
1: definitely sort of got access back to wherever they live in, you know, Melbourne or Sydney or wherever, because he moves over the course of this year. He, on the phone to, to Lana, he says, I've got something to show you. I've got, I've been working on, He doesn't say the ELS, but he's been working on the ELS. He brought all of his stuff from the lab, and this—I made a little note. So he has a lab. Go is definitely an engineer. Handsome engineer. Handsome engineer trope. I. Mm. I mean, he's he's not not unattractive. No, he's—he's in a movie with Terry in it. Terry steals all of the handsomeness.
0: Yeah, it's difficult. He—it's also he doesn't portray uh, the kind of usual handsome engineer tropes of being heroic. Saving the day. He's very much the whingy engineer. He is. If yeah.
1: he, if there was like a speed, not speed dating, if there was like a house party with all of the engineers from all of our movies in, he walks in, Dean walks into the house party. On the right is Sexy Renton from ARQ. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And also, and Ed Burns from A Sound of Thunder. They're both on the right hand side looking all sexy. And on the left hand side are the guys from Primer.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I'd be over there too. Yeah. I'd be hanging now out with those guys. We'd all be there, that's
1: fine. But Dean's come in with us. And, oh, yeah. and Dean would
2: absolutely try, be trying to talk about engineering solutions to things at the party whilst they were all drinking.
0: Where just, is he skittishly running like, around? It'd hey be <laughs> really cool
2: if we came up with a time travel device it, right now.
0: Even we and the two A's from Primer would be talking normal daily topics, not talking the nerdy sort of stuff yeah. that we've got from our friend Dean here. Yeah. I
1: told you this house party was going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so after this payphone call to Lana where he's you know we don't hear Lana on the other end he asked for a sign she she hangs up so he's pleaded with her to come on down fortunately for him we fast forward a bit and she does arrive but Dino does a terrible job of convincing her to to give it another go he you know it's been a year it ended terribly she Lana explains to him you called me a whore you tried to set me on fire ginger wine or not and Terry's uh inflammable jacket would not cover us both (laughs) (laughs) But just as she's about to leave, Dean runs off. He says, you know what? We can do this all again. Don't worry. Lanax, ex- you know, she says, I can't. We can't do this all again. So what's the point? And he said, well, hold on, hold on. Let me just go and grab m- my Dean machine. Does uh, does Dean run off or does he? Uh, mints off. Does he clomp away? <laughs> it clogs min- off. <laughs> yeah, it clogs off. Yeah. And so Dean switches on his Dean machine, walks back down to Lana outside. Correct shoes correct shoes on this time and immediately kisses her nice passionate music plays it's all you know nice and and ceremonious not the sort of thing you'd
0: expect after a year of being broken up well interestingly
2: i read that as and i I don't know whether i was it was just because i noticed it differently i think that setup he has where he flicks the switch is just the music oh yeah he has a remote control that turns the music on like the guy's going full romance here to try and like you know produce in effect another emotional response from lana
0: Because he thinks that he can control every variable. Yeah. And this is ultimately the... In fact, I think in the very first scene when he talks about lovemaking, he's whispering to her about the neurochemistry. So he's very much queued up on what will bring an emotional response from her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's so sort of clued into the moment. He's so hyper specific about things that he gets a whiff of her hair, having just kissed her, and it's there's just this little mention that it's oddly kind of I just sort of oddly salty. Smells of the beach and of all that kind of. But you know, the beach yeah. smells salty, so beach she hair. smells salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- salty hair. She, yeah. when she smells salty. Beach. Okay, yeah, let call her salty. Okay, salty it hair. <laughs> okay,
0: it's, it's it's very much like a Chekhov's gun moment. It's mentioned so that you'll pick up on it and go.
1: Oh, why would he mention that she smells of the beach? Nice and subtly as well. There's not, you know, it's not a big movie. It's only one no. hour, 24 minutes. It's not a big grand thing, but this is just a nice little subtle thing amongst a very dense tapestry. After whipping her hair, Lana explains, she came from the beach. She was worried about Dean. She's going to give him a chance. Everything's great. Dean takes Lana upstairs to the ELS. This is part of his grand plan. You know, he's called her back. We're just going to go back. We're going we're gonna to make everything fine again because the ELS has a scan from their year one anniversary
2: worth mentioning at this point um, a little one of the only trivia things that i found about this is that people have pointed out that the actual device that he uses to record that first moment it's just like a 1990 cd drive somebody's yeah. like picked out the exact model so it's kind of nice that it, it is a recording device yeah. is what i thought was quite interesting and all of the technology he's got bizarrely doesn't look particularly modern it all looks like reused Hi-fi amplifiers and kind of like old tech. It looks almost kind of like 1970s Star Wars ish. It's big toggle switches and stuff, and and kind of 70s
1: ish you know. is a good way to think about it because it's yeah. very garage engineer. It is, yeah.
0: Well, I think didn't we recently discover that um, a lot of the American government still runs on computer programs from the 60s, mm. and it's just that they are so robust that they still work. Yeah. In this moment,
1: we st- we haven't seen any time travel yet. He hasn't used the word time travel yet. He just keeps, you know, he refers to it as a scan. He refers to memories. He says he's been working on a way to get the scan into their brains and that the ELS will now help them go there. So he says, you know, go there. But there is an intentional kind of vagueness as to whether or not the going there is physical or just entirely sort of emotional slash mental slash memory based.
0: Yeah, I think there's there's a real debate that we could have here of is this time travel? Because we, we really can't be certain... The only thing that kind of keeps me on the side of it, it must be time travel, is we do see later in the film that the people who use this device disappear.
2: Mm. The way I the way I saw it was it's two devices. You have the memory device that he was event- re- really developing so they could have that emotional response again. And then that device develops into something else. He's now using it to input data to send them somewhere else so you know, it becomes has, a time travel device instead of like a memory yeah. re- device is kind in of the way I looked he has at a it
1: scanner, but by year yeah. 2 he now has a full blown time travel yeah a way to control that data to that utilize the
0: scanner yeah. now whether i believe that is true or not doesn't matter. I'm going to say it is because then we can have a discussion about it. <laughs> yeah. And it can be an episode. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Lana and Dean pop on Dean's machine. <laughs> what a phrase. And just then, this is just as Dean reveals to Lana that, you know, he doesn't want to relive the previous year just because he wants to change it. And then end. Pause. Not end of movie. Just <laughs> let's let's pause. Let's breathe. So we, we've we covered there in that portion of the movie. We are at roughly sort of about 18, 19 minutes into the movie and there are six moments and the reason I'm pausing us here and mentioning this is because these six moments will be referred to again and again and again you know it I know it some of the audience know it some of them don't these six moments are Dean and Lana arriving at the beach house number two Dean showing Lana the ELS and Terry arriving number three is the hushed chat and the beach fight number four is the payphone Five is the reconciliatory chat and six is the kiss. Those are our holy six, our holy sextet for the rest of this movie. They are our anchor points, but we have just, in my opinion, as a, someone who's watched this a couple of times, we have just finished the first segment of this movie. The crucial segment of this movie, as it were. Right?
0: On board with me? Yeah, yeah. we've basically had the whole setup of the film. Yeah. And from all the information that we've had so far, there won't be anything new added. Yeah. It's no- all just repeated stuff from the next section
2: no new sequences no new sort of like settings this is it now we've seen basically the whole movie but now we're gonna like get involved in it a bit more
0: now there's kind of a loose exception in that the very first scene that we see in the film kind of gets repeated again later but it's not to the same degree as anything else Yeah, different yeah so
1: our breath is taken we have taken that breath let's let's get we have now just under an hour of the movie to really get into it we are back at the beginning of the year one anniversary. They have gone 12 months backwards. They are at the year one anniversary. We, the audience, are at the year one anniversary. And we see Dean and Lana arrive at the Beach Hotel. Oh, but it's, but it's shut. It's closed down in exactly the same way as we saw right at the beginning of the film. However, also watching Dean and Lana arrive at the hotel are our Dean and Lana the ones we spent the beginning of this movie with. Pause. This is my second sort of stop. Let's get some clarity just to run us through. It's what we did for Primer. It's what we did for Los Crono Cremenes. When we get our beautiful time travel movies with multiple iterations of the same person on screen, we now have to chuck some numbers at them. So just to get us all on the same page, although I imagine we all are at this point, the Dean who has done the time traveling, the Lana who has done the time traveling, our Dean and Lana, I will be referring to them as Dean and Lana 2. From now on Yep Mm -hmm. That's fine Makes sense Dean and Lana Who we are watching Arrive at the hotel In the regular order of things Just as at the beginning Of the movie They are now Dean 1 and Lana 1 Because they will eventually Become Dean 2 and Lana 2 Yes Yep Okie doke Great I hope the audience Is on board with us I would be lying If I said there wasn't A bit of heavy lifting For everyone (laughs) Who has to consider (laughs) And watch this movie But you are listening To Time Travel Film Club It comes with the territory The territory. Oh. oh, I'd, I'd love a bit of territory teritorial. for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we overhear Dean One outside explaining to Lana One how perfect his blueprint for the weekend is going to be, they're complaining. You know, they're not happy that the, the hotel is shut. Just as we saw inside the room, and I say the room. There are many, many rooms in this movie. I did not track or name any of the rooms. So, when I'm just going to regularly say they're in a room, because there's two settings, really. You're either in a
0: room or you're not in a room. In at this, at movie. this stage,
2: it's easy because that's where the time travel device is. Oh,
0: and at some but point, it becomes like Scooby Doo, where some faces will go into a room for the same faces then to come out of a different room that yeah, we're looking at. Absolutely. Scooby Doo is a great way. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't
1: bring my, I was tracking enough. So, I, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to track that. So, it's just going to be rooms from now on. Inside the room, Dean, too, is explaining to Lana too how their weekend will actually be perfect. Because this time, amongst other things, Dean is going to knock Terry off the balcony with his own javelin. I also, and can I just say, I love Terry. Big time, big (laughs) time tell fan. You haven't mentioned it yet. A hardcore tell head, me. (laughs) Tell head! (laughs) (laughs) But... I honestly, and I think large segments of the audience will join me in this. I see a lot of myself in in Dean. Not all of myself. He is brutal in <laughs> some ways. Um, but, I, you know, this kind of thing of you have time travel and you want to go back and you get this, this grand opportunity. And yet, what are you thinking of in the first and foremost? I'm thinking of Sigma Terry stepping on my turf. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean,
0: we all we all would be in this scenario. Probably, yeah. yeah. Dean, too. Is running Lana
1: 2 through the new and improved schedule and how good their weekend this time round is going to be... And as they're walking across the balcony, Lana 2 accidentally walks straight past an open door. And who spots her? It's Dean 1. We are now hearkening back to the second moment in the first segment of the movie. This is Dean showing Lana the ELS as Terry is about to arrive. So this is moment 2 of our, as I mentioned, dear dear audience (laughs) member, our holy six scenes. This is moment 2 of them. So... Already, we've got our first deviation from what we knew to be true. And it's that while we thought this was Lana 1 in that moment, it was not. It was Lana 2. And that leads
0: us to what becomes essentially a wife swap moment where Dean 2 miraculously bumps into Lana 1. Hey! (laughs) It's like if you cloned
1: the bananas in pyjamas and then just took all the pyjamas off and, and chucked them, chuck them in a shopping basket.
3: What? what a no? fool! Where does that go from?
1: Oh, Just mess them right up. We're now, we're realising that Dean 2 and Lana 2 did not have a mutual understanding of events leading up to them time travelling. In this moment, at least, for our, as first-time viewers, we are watching Lana 2 when she was Lana 1, unknowingly interacting with Dean 2, thinking that it's Dean 1. God, that sounds so complicated. What a sentence. But 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 follow me here. We are watching Lana 1 talking to Dean 2. Dean 2 didn't know this first time round, and Lana 2 doesn't know that it's the wrong Dean, but she's had a chat with him that we didn't see the first time.
0: Now, at this point, a smart man, which we now learn Dean's not, (laughs) would have thought, hang on, that means all the interactions I had with her may not have been legitimate. I should probably take a moment here to consider if all the moments I had were legitimate. And maybe I could work... No, 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 no. He's still going to attack Terry. (laughs) Ha ha!
1: As, I, I love the dedication honestly in dean's mindset he doesn't give a damn about so many no. things he should
2: this is his chance to get one over on terry he's, he's, he's like, never gonna get this again
0: he's like a jack russell it doesn't matter what's going on his yeah. focus is purely on i'm gonna mess that guy up
1: and it's great because for us like the chain of you're not just realizing the chain of physical events you're realizing the chain of exhibited behavior is not what it is supposed to be i got very in this moment very strong vibes of the the chat on the park bench that aaron and abraham have in primer yep i remembered his name was abraham not abe i've just realized it's just abe yeah but so uh abraham of the abrahamic religion uh and aaron (laughs) (laughs) and aaron that park chat where you later on find out there's a there's an earpiece uh involved finding out not just physical whereabouts have changed, but also exhibited behaviour is, you know, fascinating for me. Now, Lana One has grabbed Dean Two, thinking it's Dean 1. She's grabbed him because she's looking for some of that sexual congress. It's the the, the B-side to sexual healing. (laughs) (laughs) Dean 2 reluctantly obliges. He knows something is, he knows this is not right. You know you're not, he's our Dean. Dean Two's our Dean and he knows this is not hunky-dory. And he's also gazing now at Lana 2, who's still in that room with Dean 1. He's gazing at them, heading off to have The lovely time that they were having before. I've branded the times in this chat, by the way. So I will use lovely time only for this lovely time. (laughs) Later on, it's a different time. So he's now realising, oh, the, the, the lovely time. I wasn't having that lovely time with Lana One. I was having it with Lana Two. Still a lovely time. No problem. Dean Two, on the other hand, is not showing Lana One a lovely time. And you wonder why she left you for glorious tell. To compound the, the not very lovely time that Dean 2 is showing Lana 1. He ditches her and just reunites with his Lana, Lana 2. They argue about the potential of Dean 2 having sex with Lana 1 and Lana 2 having sex with Dean 1 again, wife soppy. And not like any of the episodes of Wife Swap that I saw, the argument is solved with sex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I-, I liked that there's a description here of how he has sex using Pythagoras as one mm. of the examples, whereas Terry is described as sword and sand, blood, <laughs> blood and, and guts. <laughs> ah. Yeah, blood and guts.
1: Uh, Dean is is compared to German philosophy, the metronome and Pythagoras, <laughs> which...
0: Metronome. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's all about it, angles. It's angles. But and... you
1: want to be the sword and stone, blood and guts, baby. Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> metronome, yeah, reliable, keeping time. Angles, yeah, great. There's nothing quite like sword and sand and blood and guts.
1: And Dean, too, doesn't even get to lay the smackdown on Lana 2's body with his German philosophy vibes. Because Terry rocks up. He's back. The vessel for honourable use himself.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was my, one of my favourite lines from the whole thing. The vessel for honourable use. Uh,
1: I called him on my notes, God's favourite child.
0: <laughs> he, he, he refers to himself as Greek God to mortal men when he's talking about himself. He is
1: to me in this movie, i tell you that. Dean 2 is not happy that Terry is here. Again, Dean 1 wasn't, Dean 2 isn't. So they, so they tussle. He goes to intercept him and they tussle over the jab. And next thing you know, Dean 2 gets tipped over a balcony. He suffers his second defeat to Terry. Now, Dean 2, rising from his second defeat, having just been thrown off the balcony, he oversees the beach fight. Moment three from our first chunk of the movie. He oversees the beach fight that Dean One and Lana One had, that he had when he was Dean One. Trudging back to the room, Dean Two goes to see Lana Two, and he's feeling quite sorry for himself. He bangs on the door, you know, why is this not going right kind of thing? And he opens the door to be confronted by smug, buttoned down, Dean Motherfudging Three.
0: <laughs> now, now, my first impression of Dean Three as a, as a different person to Dean 2, is that he suddenly has everything put together, which is almost unbelievable based on what we know about Dean 2.
2: Yeah, the second that door opens and he's, he looks he looks... Well, my immediate response was, oh, this is Dean from the future. Immediately. But because I was yeah. like, he's got his shit together. He knows what's going on. Yeah. So
1: many visual identifiers. Buttoned yeah. up collar. His hair's done nicely. He doesn't yeah. have the bags under his eyes. He looks well rested. He ju- He's standing up straight. They couldn't be farther from the same person. Unfortunately, they definitely are the same person. But it's great for us because he says that he's Dean. He says he's from the future. and we- But we've already bought it.
0: But even Dean, too, doesn't really believe this. He's... He can't seem to understand that this will be you, Dean. Don't worry. You you might not get the Poonani now, but you've got it coming in a year's time. Yeah, that sorry I You weren't I prepared for it. I couldn't help it. <laughs>
2: I think this is a real testament to the acting in this film as well, because there is a very clear definition between each of the different Deans and each of the lanas that appear. Um, there is a, like a real, he's hes a different character now. It's the same character, but he has tweaked it acting-wise oh, to show that he's different. It's, it's really good. It's
0: hard to act as yourself like, acting as a yeah. different version. Of, like, It's a difficult thing. To, yeah. and he does nail it.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Part of the nailing it, and this is where I wanted to possibly introduce a new trope to the list, because I think we've seen it before. It's the construct of a you from the future just doubling down and proving to you, sanctifying for you that he is definitely you from the future by reciting back to you your own dialogue, by verbatim reading back to you what you say in the moment. And this is like a really nice, elegant, seamless Dean 2 crazed rants on and on about how you can't stop me. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to come for you. I'm Lana 2 and I will be together, blah, blah, blah. And then Dean 3 just comfortably hands him a piece of paper and verbatim it's everything Dean 2 has just said.
0: Another example of how Dean is not a smart man because he did not consider that him from the future would know what him from the past is going to do.
1: Also, as well,
2: there's no mention in this at all of one of the other time travel sort of like conversations that everyone has, usually in time travel films. The paradox thing just doesn't occur in this film at all. It's not, if you talk to your future self, you might destroy the universe. This is just like. Oh, no, I'm just going to do it. It just happens.
1: The only mention of it is during the why are we not having sex with one another's duplicates bit where he says, well, you can't have a threesome with them because that would be be paradoxical. Really, it's just him putting off, (laughs) I don't want you to have a threesome. So,
2: uh, paradox. My my notes were paradoxical threesomes.
0: I don't think he even calls it a threesome. I think he mentions it might be illegal. (laughs) The idea (laughs) of having a threesome with yourself.
1: If I didn't want my ex-girlfriend to have a threesome, I would tell her that it was both illegal and paradoxical.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 now, a p- potential spoiler for another film we have coming up, but having sex with yourself and time travel, that does mm. kind of come oh, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a saucy film, isn't it? Come up is not a button as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I genuinely also, just to put a pin in this moment, I think this is quite a novel commentary and there are some genuine sort of emotional... Themes in this movie uh, that are explored quite deftly and quite well, in my opinion, and one of them is that in this moment, it's that novel commentary, especially from a toxic masculinity standpoint, but even from a anyone doing anything and living life standpoint, it's the notion that even though you can visibly see or you have concrete proof that you will be fine, you know, you have people you trust telling you everything will be okay in the future. In that moment, it's incredibly, incredibly hard to believe it. It's incredibly, incredibly hard to embody it and to just say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. The way I feel right now doesn't matter at all because I know it will be fine in the future. And Dean talking, Dean 2 talking to Dean 3 and the juxtaposition of everything's fine, the collar's buttoned versus everything's not fine, you look like hell, Dean 2. The 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 way that Dean 2 can't kind of jam with what, what Dean's saying is a really nice, as I said, sort of deft way of getting that kind of emotional way of feeling across in my opinion
2: i think there is a real we've seen this before a few times but i think we're starting to see a division between certain types of time travel movies that we've seen this is a very human emotional response to time travel mm. nonsense happening they're discussing things that you would kind of like just flippantly discuss if you weren't any involved in time travel threesomes and like wife swapping. There's this whole they thing. They don't about discuss
1: wife swapping we did. No, sorry, no, we discussed that. But you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, totally, totally.
2: But it's it's like it doesn't it feels like this is happening really emotionally for Dean as a character and it keeps pushing through whatever they're discussing. It's like, oh but we can't do that because you know it might be illegal or something. You know, it's like it's more on a personal level. It's
0: it's a real grounding moment which is then followed up by a really out there moment of a recording... At this point, Dean is kind of sadly living out his life while uh, Dean... Uh, our Dean is living out his life while Dean 3 and Lana 2 are having joyous sex in another room. And he's kind of miserable. And then he suddenly can hear Lana humming, trilling, singing, yeah, whatever it is. Sort
1: of he thinks he's got his moment. Oh, Dean 3's like, De- not guarding yeah. her. Yeah, I can get to Lana 2. I can do what I want. And Dean 3 says... To Dean 2, you're going to have to wait here for one year. You are going to have to wait one year. You are going to have to put in the work to better yourself. And in one year's time, you can travel backwards and become me, Dean 3. And he also says, like, there will be points where you will try and
2: talk to lana too but i will have to stop that because i already know what happens because i've
1: been you it's I've a been you. Been that he puts a button in it dean three says it to him like there's no other way of this being i've been you i know what you did so i'm just here to tell you you're going to have to be me
0: and to prove that point when dean two our dean arrives to find lana two, he does not find her sitting in the bathroom he finds himself dean three Sat with her shoes on makes perfect sense. You'd see them under the door. It and would be socks, a great trick. And her socks. And she's her socks. Gone to the effort. And her lipstick. Yep,
1: that's a that's a choice, isn't it? That's a, that's a choice, choice she's made. I mean, it's a boring year if you don't take some risks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, I, I'm all for male lipstick. I just feel like it wasn't a necessity for him to guess that that wasn't Lana. Not through
1: a toilet door, at least.
0: No, it, it, again, it's the the comedy in this is is it's nice. Is
2: yeah, really good.
1: It is a torrid year for, for our boy Dean 2 at this point. Dean Three's made it clear to him, you are going to have to live through a year of great tantric sex between me and the only thing louder than the tantric sex will be your sobbing, Dean 2, and <laughs> he <laughs> is proven right.
0: <laughs> or, or his sad wanking that he definitely does oh, at one definitely point. a sad wank, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. We also managed to see Dean 2 build a sandcastle version of uh, Lana. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit horrifying. And then... Maybe the worst moment I've ever seen in film. The eye contact (laughs) between Dean 2 and Dean 3 at the moment of Tantric Climax. The
2: power in that man's eyes. Like, imagine walking in on that moment and you are mid-coitus with your other half and just staring yourself down.
1: I like to think that's the moment where Dean 2 turned the corner and thought, I will make it through this year because I am watching me get it (laughs) interestingly though
0: that's when the bizarre wank happens immediately after that which i mean oh yeah you know probably would but i feel like at this point dean has just seen himself become terry and realizes that that is his future he can be the sigma male. yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: lo and behold our boy dean too he makes it through the arduous year we are now 12 months later we are back. At the year two anniversary, there is a lot, dear listener, of jumping back from year two to year one and then living through year one to year two. Only jumping backwards, but living forwards. Dean two has survived his year of torture, meeting up with Dean three. They overlook Dean one running to the payphone to make the call to Lana moment four of our holy six scenes they share a cry <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was interesting it was almost like it like De- like our dean begins to cry yeah it sets dean three off yeah like he hasn't got his shit together and seeing himself cry makes him cry i thought that was a, a kind of like interesting touch it's like if you're having an emotional response why wouldn't you also have an emotional response. Do you have any emotional response? I wonder how it's I would react
1: if I saw myself crying. I don't think it would be favourable. <laughs> no, I don't think it would be. You're weak. You're weak. <laughs> You're weak. You're weak. <laughs> what would Terry be more, do? Be more like Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Dean 2 heads off to become Dean 3. And we are back at the year one anniversary and Terry's arrival. Cattle in hand, dildo sadly not. <laughs> <laughs> Our dean, who's now become Dean Three, buttoned up, looking suave, got his act together, watches from inside the room as Dean Two rolls up to get his throwing off of a balcony. But from inside the room, dear God, there is another glorious Terry!
0: I mean, the best moment of this film. I feel like In incredible. Suit. This whole sequence, yeah, <laughs> he turns up. He's looking suave now. It's like
1: the best men in black you could have arrived (laughs) to your house. I don't want Tommy Lee Jones. I don't want Will Smith. I want Terry. (laughs) I almost felt at this point when there was a second Terry involved, I was like, okay, so we're at, we're at Dean three. And, you know, we've got the whole year one, year two kind of thing going on. And we've had Terry who's enough. Terry's enough, but to give, To get Terry too, I both want to, like, apologise to the listener and be like, you are welcome. Double Terry. (laughs) Do you
0: deserve double Terry? I'm not sure you do.
1: (laughs) One scoop or two of this glorious tzatziki. (laughs) now terry 2 suited <laughs> suited terry 2 explains he came back because he didn't want to be excluded that's
2: brilliant i absolutely love that he's just like oh you guys went back yeah. so i don't oh, want really left out i'm terry I, I feel it in
3: my
1: <laughs> core yes but just as they're having their chat terry 1 and dean 2 barge in Ter- you know terry 1 is throwing dean 2 off the balcony we've seen it happen what we didn't see happen is that while, yes, Dean 2 is now off the other side of the balcony, he's lying, you know, concussed and, and upset on the floor. Terry 1 is left in the room. Terry 1 is in the room with our boy Dean 3 and Terry 2, suited Terry. We've got double Terrys and they're in the same proximity.
0: No, you cannot have two Sigma males in the same spot. One of them is going to get Alfred. It's just which <laughs> one is it? Just
2: an incredible moment.
1: Do they, like, vibrate and become an Omega something? I don't know. Terry
2: 1 doesn't even hesitate. That, it, like, Im- immediately, immediately stabs him. That's Terry moves. Stabs him
1: with his javelin. Yeah. Immediately. I screamed. This is the halfway point of the movie. This is exactly halfway. And Terry 1 has seen Terry 2. Oh, it's another me. He's wearing a suit. Stab. Stab, 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 stab. stab. Day,
2: Terry 2's Terry
1: reaction to that is like... Huh. Like
2: is, <laughs> that is
0: what I do. That is what I what do. Is, is that is definitely what I do. He
1: turns around calmly. He says, "This can't be good." <laughs> uh,
0: but the, the thing is, Terry Two must have known this would happen because he was <laughs> Terry ter- One at some point and stabbed another Terry. <laughs> he still did it. At no point did he think, "Oh no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't kill myself." This in is the not future. a
1: curvature where you've time traveled. You're amnesiac now, so go about your business. No, no, Terry. I'm fully aware of what <laughs> I I'm d- doing. I didn't read the manual. <laughs> he says. I've, uh, this can't be good I've I've dreamt about this moment many terries, one liner infinite sexual positions <laughs> <laughs> and then the
0: argument over whether there is one or infinite sexual positions is it finite is it not and then we have Terry say the words gonorrhea the flow of seed now he's not wrong that's what it means that's not what it means <laughs> he knows his Greek can I just say knows. I, I he don't he does know his Greek yeah a, a quick question is the actor who plays Terry Greek? Yes. His name
2: would suggest so.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm going his, on.
2: His real name is um, Alex Dimitriades.
0: I was going to say, because the, the amount of kind of Greek bashing that we have here makes yeah. me feel like he, he must at least have yeah. an actual genuine link to, yeah, to Greece in some way. Definitely.
1: Dean 3, seeing this nonsense, just runs out the room, only to be immediately greeted by Lana 1. She gives Dean 3 the excited and hushed chat that we saw earlier in the first segment of the movie it was our moment three it's the this is the excited and hushed chat that made original flavor dean that made dean one and dean two angry this mm-hmm. is the one that got and it turns out lo and behold you silly sausage dino hey, that chat was being had with you yeah. it was being had with dean three
0: again when he first time traveled and realized that he would meet a different alana by accident this is the exact moment he should have thought Maybe I'll just go and watch that moment and see if it happened how I thought Maybe it Maybe I did. should
1: watch it to fruition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe I should actually Rather
2: concentrate. Just overhearing it from a distance <laughs> when you were just knocked out.
0: She's not a whore now, is she, Dean? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'll say. <laughs> I think my, my next favourite part here is that in the background, we've got Terry One. Packing Terry Two into a body bag, he just happened to have yeah. ready. Just has duff, Just
2: has a full size human duffel
1: bag just, just on him. Very prepared guy. I was. St- I'm like still partially losing my mind over the fact that Terry Two was in a suit because <laughs> Terry One is the most not wearing a suit. He's like, do they
0: do they tell what he does for a job? Uh, yes, they do. He sells, is it... Um, hang holistic. Hang
1: Holog- holographic bands? That's it,
0: holographic bands. Oh, I thought bands. it was
2: holistic
1: bands.
0: I think it's supposed to be holistic, but, oh, but he calls says them holographic. Yeah. holographic.
1: <laughs> he got, and he got me wonderfully because I was like, oh, do the bands make a holographic? Oh, no, they don't. He's an idiot and so am I, apparently. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because they, they're right.
0: those ones I think that you're supposed to wear to not get carsick. But so holistic. And he definitely calls them holographic. <laughs>
1: Dean 3, now knowing he was the recipient of the excited and hushed chat that enraged him before, runs over to the room with Lana 2 in it, apologises to her profusely. And right on time, we get Dean 2 come in and knock in with his sob story, feeling sorry for himself. Why is it not working? Etc, etc. And now, gloriously, our Dean... Gets to step up. He gets to be smug, buttoned down, looking good. No dark eyes. Dean three. He gets to open the door and say, "No, no, friend, back up. I have a transcript of everything you've said. It was handed to me by the previous future Dean three, and uh, of which I am now 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 now. Thank you." <laughs> he has
2: that. Like, he has that nice moment as well, where he's standing by the door and he like almost realizes, "Oh, I need to do my shirt up."
0: Yeah, need it's a smug Dean here. Now. He has the, his hair, the sudden burden of knowledge come to him in, yeah. a, in a kind of moment. It's yeah. good. It's a good moment because
1: Dean 3 also knows, our Dean also knows that as he sends away Dean 2, he gets to go and enjoy that great year of tantric sex that he oversaw future Dean and Lana having. Dean, he is now Dean 3. When he was Dean 2, he saw Dean 3 getting jiggy with it for an entire year having a great old time. And so now he gets to have some of that, right? 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 (laughs) (laughs) Now it turns out they have a a way more... Realistic and adult time over the course of this year, you know, they they do they do have some sex for sure, but they also ruminate on the uh, uh, emotions of their relationship. They they get kind of deep in the thickets of of what has their life been like together thus far, and what are the the emotions they've been feeling, and and you start to get a real sense of just how little Dean any of the Deans how little they have spent time thinking about their own composition their own emotion they've just spent so much time trying to make lana every iteration of her happy that they're they're not thinking about their own happiness
0: we've even got a weird scene where he talks about how he recorded their first date and that he edited in some little bonus sections because he's so unable to live in the moment that he has to live his own past through the at this point just through a tape but make it better than it was. Yeah,
2: you you, you kind of get this this feeling that it, no no matter what he does, he's never happy with the outcome or with he, himself. Not all with himself. Even when he's got a time travel device, he's still not happy with the outcome. You know, he he adds in like laughter. I think, and he, she yeah. says like, "That's not my laugh," and he's like, "Well, it's the closest one I could find." And it's he- like, it's like all inward sort of thinking on dean's part really it's kind of sad this section i was kind of like it's kind of there's a a lot of bittersweet section
1: there's a lot of preemptive regret a lot of present regret you know Mm. regret tends to be for things in the past but if you are already almost almost immediately regretting the things that you've just done um especially when you've time traveled looped back on top of them so you're seeing them happen right now even though they happened a year ago it's tricky, and uh, and Dean is Dean is nothing if not a creature of regret. I think,
2: and, and also the obviously the the tape record is quite important at this point because it's when Dean three realizes at this point, oh, I have to, I have to have that moment where I go and sit in the toilet stall and dress up <laughs> yes. as Lana, and he he takes the lipstick, which I feel like from Dean three's point of view at this stage must be like oh i've got to put lipstick on yeah he because I had lipstick on and yeah. he's like it was a weird you have choice no one then. to blame but yourself
0: yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: it, it's all me <laughs> he has to put
0: the lipstick on because he had to put the lipstick on because he had to put. it becomes a really like yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy lana
2: comments on it she like, says why, why why do you need my lipstick and he's just like because because i have to put it on you, you need to understand mm. this is something that
1: happens just reasons you know yeah. <laughs> just reasons We watched Dean 2 go through his agonizing year of listening to the uh, glorious tantric sex of Dean 3 and Lana 2. And now we've watched Dean 3 go through that year. It was much less filled with tantric sex than you'd have thought. It's a lot more emotionally exploratory, but they make it to the end. And so again, and 12 months goes by, we are back at the year two anniversary dean three and lana two are preparing for dean two to go back in time dean three is preparing to share that cry just from the other side of the coin now and they await the arrival of lana one they are awaiting the arrival of lana one for the reconciliation chat moment five of our six moments our six big moments this is they are waiting for lana to come back Dean One has phoned her from the payphone, has made his long plea, and so they know that uh, Lana will will arrive. They're just waiting for it to happen, and yet she doesn't arrive, and something is something is not okay. And Dean Dean Three, our Dean, he knows this. Everything has to happen. You mentioned with the lipstick, Adam. It's the this is the lipstick, but greater. There's a greater thing at at stake here. They wish to get out of this looping nonsense, and so in a moment of panic, he just sends down lana 2 with an earpiece linking back to the primer scene that i mentioned earlier on it's that i you know it, it's the notion that you are sending someone down give them an earpiece and so they will be able to represent themselves falsely
0: this felt like a real nod to primer yeah um, absolutely. This, this whole scene really felt like oh these guys have obviously watched it they know what the, the whole film was about they're trying to put a nice moment in here
2: also, they're 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 fleshing out more of these like time travel moments. You, know, we've we've already seen the moment where Dean Three decides I need to button up my shirt, I need to look like Dean Three looked before, I need to put the lipstick on. Now we're getting, I need to actively be involved in this loop more than I, by putting Lana Two in that situation because if I don't then we're out of it it's not going to work anymore and some who knows what will happen if that at that point like if Lana 2
1: doesn't turn up that original reconciliation chat that we thought was Dean 1 and Lana 1 we now we're we're now seeing it actually it was Dean 1 and Lana 2 and on top of that It's Dean 3 speaking via Lana 2. So it's not even Dean speaking to Lana. It's Dean speaking to Dean. And we get the nice symmetry of a future version of Dean being able to explain to the previous ignorant, naive version of Dean, Dean 1, hey, this is why she's not coming back to you. And there's the repetition again of you threatened to set her on fire. You called her a whore.
0: (laughs) Or, or so we thought, as we're going to learn later in the film This gets even more complicated
1: mm. And we get to see this scene play out Much in the same way that we did watching it the first time around As I said, we thought it was original flavour Dean and original flavour Lana We thought they were having an, an organic, normal conversation It turns out it was Lana 2, she's wearing an earpiece All that information's coming from Dean 3 But most importantly for our purposes right now we see Lana 2 get kissed by Dean 1 and led into the
0: room to time travel. And Dean 3 is freaking out, right? Which, I mean, he should be. There is, there is literally no way that Lana 2 can be the one who goes back in time here. His mind must be blown at this point because what could that possibly mean for his timeline if Lana 2 travelled to become Lana 2, to travel to become Lana...
2: It's crazy, she's trapped now effectively in an infinite loop and it's like a loop within a loop, isn't it?
1: It's like really bizarre at this stage. It was Lana 2 who travelled with Dean 1. We thought it was just two original, uh, Dean 1 and Lana 1, but it was actually a Lana 2 and she travelled so the whole time we saw Lana 2 arriving in the past,
0: she was, at that point, Lana 3. But she was never Lana 3, she was just Lana 2 again and it's almost... She was never, like, existed. She was created only for this moment. It becomes just too mind-boggling, impossible to believe. It's yeah. great,
1: though, because at the same time that I'm watching this and going, whoa, 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 hold on, whoa, how, whoa, ho, what, how, why, what? So is so is Dean. Yeah, so is Dean. Dean he, he's just like, what? No,
2: what? He's completely helpless as well, because uh, while he's panicking and he's like, no, stop, you can't time travel, he knows she has to. Otherwise, they never get to this stage. So it becomes... He's completely trapped. It's like, it's mad. It's absolutely crazy.
0: Luckily, the whole thing is calmed down and fixed by the arrival of our, our best man. <laughs>
1: ha, ha, ha. Terry's here to save the day. Terry 1. Terry's here to save the day. <laughs> Terry 1
0: arrives looking like Terry too. Yeah.
1: Because a year has gone by now. And so he has spent that 12 months, you know, his stuff has happened to our boy Tell. He spent his year, as you mentioned, James, you know, selling his hologram bracelets <laughs> and mostly missing Lana. And so he wants Deanie's insy Machini. machiney. <laughs> to... <laughs> He wants it to send him back to Lana even <laughs> though he like he has it explained to him you, you know what's going to happen you're going to get stabbed when you go back you did the stabbing yourself friend you know and he's like I, just, I don't I don't care I don't I don't care I just I miss her so send me to her he doesn't even say send me back he just says send me to her which I think speaks to the fact that Terry might not 100% understand what's going on no. he just wants what he wants And I-, I
2: think Terry does really understand but it was kind of sweet we haven't seen this side of at the minute like the bi- first Terry we see as a bit of a kind of like perverted <laughs> type of character. Now it's just like, oh, I just want to see her one more time. But I I, I don't really think he understands what he's doing here. No. I think you're right.
0: No, I think he even asks, I do get to see her again. Yeah. And uh, our boy Dean just straight up lies. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Go on, you go back to your death. Cool, just pop this on.
1: <laughs> Dean's second highest motivation after making Lana happy is revenge on dean (laughs) (laughs) on on terry
2: it's always there lurking in the shadows dean's uh, revenge
1: now back to the matter at hand dean three has this whole lana loop problem going on so he goes back himself he's thinking you know he needs to to solve it so ladies and gentlemen dean four (laughs) we are now again back at the year one anniversary and dean four is overhearing terry one talking with Dean 3 after the Battle of the Tells. <laughs> <laughs> he also, again, Dean 4 tunes in to the original beach fight. This time, finally sticking around long enough to see that Lana One rejected Terry. She didn't sail off into the sunset with Terry. She rejected his advances. And so for the second time, Dean, now Dean Four, has to profusely apologize to (laughs) Lana for making massive assumptions and for not sticking around. And he gets a broken hand for his efforts. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Tell. It's Honestly, it's kind of maddening in many ways at this point. I kind of felt like I felt so sorry for Lana One because... This is Lana one, he's doing this to. It's now Dean four. Lana one has four deans come at her with different emotional reactions. Dean one treats her like crap. Dean two feels sorry for himself. Dean three apologizes for some stuff, but not all the stuff. And Dean, and granted, he apologizes to Lana two, but Lana two was Lana one. Lana one has a lot of Dean in this mood. She gets a lot of Dean thrown at her and not a lot of it is very fair. Not a lot of it is very emotionally mature or reasonable or consider or any of that kind of stuff. And even then, Terry breaks his hand in the door. Terry (laughs) heads off to the hospital to try and revive. Save himself. himself. (laughs) Walks into the desert, has a car, walks into the desert. Oh, no, they ran out of petrol. Sorry. (laughs) They did run out of petrol. But Lana, one, still stays with Dean Four, broken hand and all. She's despite everything she's been with. She stays with him. And this leads into a year going by in which Dean Four and Lana one, have a magical time together. I I reference the, the beautiful time they had before where they have a nice dinner and Dutch cultural hour and everything seems to be going quite well. But this is a genuinely authentic, magical year together.
0: Dean's almost forgotten everything happened. He's kind of... Finally happy, he's finally with the woman he loves.
2: Did you pick up on what, what by the way, what the food is that they're eating?
0: It's lobster, isn't it? Well, yeah,
2: some of it is, but they're also eating, um, I, is it, is it, uh, they describe it as dolom, dolomites, which is rice wrapped in vine leaves, which is Greek.
3: <laughs> and I, I've
2: only just picked up on the fact that when he, when they first sit down to eat and he takes a bite, he looks sad he does like, look like I didn't I didn't know why I was like oh, I must be referencing like, it.
1: it's just because he's Greek he, he's can't, stop trying to, he, he can't, can't stop he to not Terry's always he there. can't stop trying to one up Terry he's yeah, like we'll eat I... some of his food yeah. <laughs> as you said James they are so happy that you know Dean 4 is almost forgetting himself. He's actually capable of just living and, and he and Lana 1 are having this lovely time. They move, they, they leave the hotel, they move to the beach. We find out that originally when Dean 1 makes the payphone call and, and we find out that Lana moved to the beach whereas Dean stayed. Well, she didn't move to the beach alone. She moved there with Dean 4 and they had a beautiful time. A beautiful time that is unfortunately interrupted by that very payphone call. And you can see the the kind of wear and tear on Dean 4 at this point who just, you know, he almost—he doesn't want to do anything about it. He doesn't want to end his his lovely existence with Lana. One, they are having a wonderful time. But time stops for no man, to quote the girl who leapt through time. Just sprinkle nice. in some <laughs> early two thousands anime quotes into <laughs> uh, my analysis. How of that one? Um, he can't help it. He has to get involved with. This payphone call, this 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 call that's arriving to Lana One, we find out now that that original payphone call we said Lana doesn't say anything on the other end. She wasn't on the other end. It was Dean Four. The the sign that was given of just hanging up was a was was a sign given from from himself again. Layered interactions, interact those those holy six scenes we saw at the beginning. More depth to them, more layers to them, more things that were just assumed before that actually turn out to be the case. Just a constant chain of events and and chain of behavior that pays off continually dean four panics he says the the loop is unstable he can't just let no one turn up so he he runs to the he runs to the time travel route runs back to the hotel leaves leaves lana one runs back to the hotel cattle prods dean one just as outside lana two earpiece in hand is arriving for the chat and so Again, that reconciliation chat, moment five in our six holy scenes. We thought originally it was Dean 1 and Lana 1. Oh no, actually it was Dean 1 and Lana 2. Oh no, actually it is Dean 1 and Lana 2, but Dean 3 is speaking via Lana 2. And now we find out that it was never Dean 1, it was Dean 4. <laughs> You're doing so well.
0: <laughs> now I did go back and rewatch watch um, the original scene just to see how it was acted. And he does act it completely differently. There's no way you could have seen that first scene and thought, oh, this must be a time travel Dean. However, Lana does touch her earpiece several times during that first chat. So Hmm. the way he acts it is different, but the actual moments of the scene do lead you to understand some of it.
2: Interestingly, I I wrote that whole quote out from the beginning. Um, when he's reading from the pamphlet he's got about identifying when he's first turning on the machine. Yes. It's the clues were all there all the way through. (laughs) I'd hope so. So, you know, it's like identifying instability in a closed loop. So he knows the loop is unstable later on in the film. Oh, I see. Then you get short the voltage source. He cattle prods himself. Uh, Oh, wow.
1: I didn't track that one iota.
2: Open the loop in the forward path. So that's him opening the loop and becoming the 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 way the loop works again um then apply a test signal and observe so again that's him like watching yeah things it's the unfurl. whole way it works when I, when, yeah. when i got to that point this point in the film i was like oh that can't be and, I, and he's just reading it from like because what i thought was really interesting is the way his technology is applied is very much signals and like gains and whatever, and it all fits really comfortably in this. I think this is a very interesting form of time travel device. I think it's more interesting than we've had a lot of in the past.
1: For someone who is so good at dealing, or not good, but someone who has capability with all of the electronic signals and all of the, you know, scientific signals, the man's incredibly bad at uh, b- uh, body signals, emotional signals, and emotional signals, yeah. Yeah. signals <laughs> social signals. And amongst this reconciliation chat we actually get to see something we we haven't seen before at this point we see Lana 2 just running off she's she's done with this she has had enough and so her she and Dean Lana 2 Dean 4 they just they they run off to a safe distance just you know maybe 30 40 feet away and they see Another Lana. Oh, my God. It's it's Lana One from the magical time at the beach. Uh, when Dean Four left their magical time at the beach, Lana One followed him back to the hotel. Lana One got the kiss. That reveal? Earlier on, the revealed that, oh, it wasn't Lana 1 who time travelled. It was Lana 2. Lana's trapped in a loop. Nope. It was Lana 1 the whole time. <laughs> it was like red herring. The herring couldn't be redder.
0: So the loop was never really broken. There was never a problem. He just, again, hadn't, as you said, Adam, observed hadn't properly observed from it. the outside. Hadn't Why did her hair smell salty? Because she was from the beach. Because, because she'd been at magical beach, beach. time. Magical
1: she she beach time rubbing salt into everyone's hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> This Lana one spent a magical time with Dean Four. She spent a year at the beach with Dean Four. She has arrived back at this hotel happy with him. She wants to give him a chance. She got that kiss and she reacts really happily to the kiss, of course. She says, I came here because I was worried about you. You legged it. She thinks she's talking to a Dean Four. And unfortunately, this Lana one just gets subjected to. This movie, (laughs) she gets subjected to the plot of this movie. She gets subjected to everything. The Lana one that rocks up. Rocked up wanting that kiss. She rocked up having spent this magical year with him. But it's because of the amount of stuff that happens between her and Dean over the course of this movie. That even though Lana One arrived back at this hotel having spent a lovely year with Dean Four and she's all for it. She then experiences everything this movie has to give to her. Everything Dean and Terry a little bit give to her. And so the Lana Two that stood next to Dean Four right now is done she can't go through this anymore understandably and again sort of reaching back to what i said earlier on there's a chat between them that reaffirms just how much dean whether it's this dean right now dean four one two three four dean zero dean x dean gamma signa the whole <laughs> shebang you know shiny dean that you only find in the forest when you throw a couple of balls at a tree on the right day the forest of it's a forest. ruby and sapphire <laughs> reference <laughs> it was it was Dean hasn't done any work on himself. Dean hasn't taken he he's spent years now at this hotel. He has gone back and lived through years of himself and at all points he's thinking about how to make Lana happy and then oh I didn't do that so now I have to make her happy in a different way and how do I how do I get my revenge on Terry? He's he's never worked on himself. And so they have this chat the kind of underlies the message of, of of needing to take time for yourself and especially being in a relationship and hurting the other person in that relationship. And the only way to actually healthily and organically get out and give yourself a chance of getting back in later on down the line, of having of knowing this person, of of having this person down the line, is to stop now, is to get out now. And Lana to Really sort of elegantly, cleanly just says to him, you know, you need to go away and you do some work on yourself. To which Dean replies, I might be back. I'll come back for you. I will come back, but I just don't know. I don't know when because I just need to to put some time into myself and I I really enjoyed I I had a lot of time for this moment this is not a long movie it's not like you've been on uh, an hours long emotional journey and yet I am right here because we've looped with these guys so much that I feel like I've watched like a season of television
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely
1: and as Lana 2 departs they've agreed to go their separate ways so that Dean 4 can put some work into himself less than 16 seconds after they (laughs) part
0: Dean 4 gets to spot Dean 5 I put I put down Dean N because who knows how many times he's looped and rewatched this like whole that. thing go I down. I put the Dean, the Dean, the, 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 ultimate, dean. the ultimate Dean, the <laughs> final Dean. <laughs> we see the yeah.
1: final Dean yeah. from God knows how far in the future. He has flowers. He has chocolates. He's just doing simple. Nice thing He's like to... the mega evolution of Dean at this point, and he maybe <laughs> doubling down on the Pokemon references. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Dean wasn't so crazy as the movie started when he said, "You know, could we could we be happy?" Maybe he wasn't so crazy to think that after all. And I think it's a re- and the, and the movie ends, and it's a really nice bow on everything. Dean and Lana do get to be together, but not until Dean spends some time on himself, having and we've watched a movie where he spent years on Lana, and all he did was hurt her. So I, uh, you know, for all the jokes and the enjoyment and the, the fun quirkiness and, and all the lovely scientific-y, science fiction-y stuff, a, a really nice emotional message, a nice emotional journey. Oh, lads, I uh, just enjoyed. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's nice.
2: I feel really hopeful for them. Yeah. You so can't I... help but end it and think, oh, maybe, maybe they do make it work.
0: So I know you mentioned there towards the end, Scott, that um, Lana's been through a lot here. It's not just that she's lived through this twice, like Dean's lived through it through through it four times. I kind of tried to keep track of exactly her timeline and what she experienced. And she must have felt like Dean had multiple personalities. So from Lana's perspective, she arrives... She's a bit disappointed because the hotel's a bit more run down than she expects, so she goes to wait in the car. Afterwards, she finds a small tape recording of Dean explaining his weekend. She thinks it's romantic, so she goes to catch up with him. He takes her then to a quite crappy room where she doesn't really get a lot of what she wants, but suddenly she can smell something delicious. So she goes to try and find where that is, and she finds a room full of snacks. Love Greek food. <laughs> to delicious to make, just Greek Just Greek to make food. Terry look bad. Yeah. <laughs> She then hears sexual congress in five, so she goes up and has the explanation of how they're going to have wonderful tantric sex mm-hmm. ruined by the arrival of Terry.
1: Vastly improved.
0: <laughs> how dare can, you. Can do that? How dare my you. My boy. <laughs> Dean then gets electrocuted, miraculously recovers very quickly to get thrown out of a window, only to then reappear just as she has collected the electrocaps. At this point, she just wants to go home, so she says, hey, let's just go to the beach. And Dean says he'll meet her downstairs.
1: So innocently, she's just like, hey, this is our chance just to get yes, away. Let's just go down to the beach. It's our chance just to catch some catch some rays. Not it's our chance to steal your possessions
0: and cheat on you. <laughs> <laughs> Except, of course, she doesn't have that moment. Instead, she only gets Terry and she realises, ugh, Dean's a nightmare. Terry, can you just give me a lift to the bus station? Terry suggests more than the bus station, but no. she, ha- she <laughs> <He> She's...
2: Says- <laughs> Can you give me a lift to the bus station? Well, maybe we could.
0: <laughs> I'll take, does he say, I'll take you all the way? I'll take all the way. way. Like I mean, Not now, Terry. Every chance. <laughs> yeah. Because at this point,
1: Dean essentially just loses his mind. He's just been, they've arrived, the place looks rubbish, bit of nice food in between, but he's called her a whore and tried to set her on fire with some sweet ginger.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they, uh, unfortunately, she and Terry run out of fuel immediately, but Dean, again, miraculously recovered, appears and says, no, I'm sorry. Let's go live a happy life. So they do, for a year. And then Dean gets a mysterious phone call and disappears. So, worried about him, she decides to follow him. And they end up back at the motel. At this point, music plays and she gets a delicious kiss from Dean and says... (laughs) It
2: does look delicious, doesn't it?
0: And says, oh, is, is this what you were planning all along? And he says, yes. Why don't you come and experience time travel with me? So, of course, like every spouse would, she agrees. <laughs> like, oh, why would why why do you want to relive this? She's just like shh, naively shh, shh, coyly asking, hush, "Baby." <laughs> <laughs> so she then goes back and watches herself, and accidentally gets called into a room with a past version of Dean. They do a symbolic tearing up, and finally, the... It's all
1: new for her. Though this is,
0: you know, yeah, she... yeah this is she hasn't yeah, seen this before. It's she's before. she's never new she's Dean
1: interaction for her.
0: Never seen this before. So there's some music, they eat some meal... And then at this point she presumably realises... Oh, I'm about to arrive and interrupt me in this meal... So she hides in the room next door... At this point, Dean reappears... And they decide to go and bang... But no, the vessel for honourable use... Terry (laughs) arrives (laughs) to ruin it all again... The ultimate cock blocker... (laughs) So Dean leaves to fight Terry... And goes through a window... But then, again, recovers with great speed... And arrives to kiss her and apologize. He explains the various time travel points to her. Puts off himself outside of the door, which must have been mind-bogglingly confusing for her.
1: Well, if she, if he even filled her in on that.
0: Well, she must know it's him whispering outside the door, but who knows? Yeah, who would you be listening to? That's oh, just another Terry. Shut up! <laughs>
1: We're about to—I'm about to have some of this buttoned-up, smug sex with you. So she then lives in the motel for a full year. That's the bit that I think is like. There's a lot that gets done to her, yeah. and a lot I feel sorry for her with. But like having to spend another, you spent gosh, you spent a lovely year, yeah, and now you have to spend the crap year. Mm, it's the wrong way around.
2: Kept kidnapped, really. She's like like kept hostage, like there while things play out. It's the it's inverse
1: weird. of her anniversary experience. Her first anniversary the first anniversary experience she has. She arrives to a shut down hotel with a crap room and nothing's, and she ends up finding some food in it, some, from elsewhere. Whereas this time around, she gets the the lovely date she gets the dutch cultural hour and all the music and all that kind of stuff but the year she has to spend with him is
0: agonizing Mm -hmm. then she has the moment where she realizes she has to go and pretend to be a past version of herself only right at the end she decides right stop Stop i can't do this anymore it is blowing my own mind living my own life and she tells dean you know you need to go and work on yourself before he then reappears and gives her flowers and chocolates
1: her she goes through a lot she,
0: she goes, goes through a lot. Mate.
2: It's real. It's real rough from Lana. Didn't of consent
1: view. to any of it. It's just
2: happening to her. Yeah, it's really interesting. Thank you so much for explaining that, yeah. James, as well,
1: Because I mean, honestly, the the reveals are Lana reveals. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Now I, I will do Terry's point of view. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me regale with you with a year of holographic band salesmanship. <laughs> um,
1: Arrive. Fuck shit up. Die. <laughs> guys, five deans, two Lanas. Not enough Terrys. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie,
0: uh, no. right? It, it blew my mind. It was so enjoyable. I, I really honestly had a great time. Maybe there wasn't any time travel involved, but we won't get into that. It was just brilliant. Let's talk about the time travel. This is a, as good a time as any.
1: I, in my head, once I watched this, categorised this as Los chrono Crimenes on steroids. Yeah. Doing it like on, on 10 Red
0: Bulls running on... Uh, absolute you know full
1: energy kind of thing
0: it was like if the boys from primer had been given the plot of los chronos and been told you need to hit these points but you do it how you want around that
2: you can make up anything you want in between and you can keep putting versions of yourself in to mess things up all the way through but it's so entertaining i had such a good time
1: it's one thing for it just to be multi dean but once you, it's once you get secondary, you're just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> this movie doesn't give a damn. <laughs> multiple Lana's, multiple Terry's is someone who saw Los Chrono and said, you know what? I wish his wife traveled as well. <laughs> so in terms of, you know, the, the time travel, it's that kind of, it's, it's, it's just fixed loops. Only goes backwards. Yep. Goes
0: backwards by one year. It's the same time every time.
1: Nice and clean. It's the most simple
2: complicated time like loops i think are the most simple version of time travel that we see Mm. but this is probably the most complicated version of the looping time travel we've seen and probably will ever
1: see to be honest i think it's like way up there with this is yeah this is like i i I like to call them everything has happened and will happen and will always happen kind of movies self-fulfilling self-fulfilling the oroboros snake eating its own tail kind of things I, i i said i don't think you Go any further into this kind of setup of a movie. Loops on loops on loops, added depth into move into moments you've already seen. I don't think you can go any further into it without it becoming unenjoyable because of the amount of work required from you. But this is right sort of top of the if Los Corona does it with three Hectors and only Hector. This one does it with five Deans and on top of it also Lana and Terry duplicate. So it is more. And I'm totally here for it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Any more? And I'd say that was too much, but this is sort of the grand realisation of how to do a a time travel movie like this. That's my feelings on the time travel of it. I think you're right, Scott. I think any, any more... And it would be too
2: much. Yeah, agree. You would be. It's so concise. So much happens in an hour and twenty. An hour and twenty-four. Is it? I think it's only um, an hour and fifteen run time. Oh, is it like, really? It, so it's like, really short. The yeah, film. A lot's happening, and everything happens precisely, and so it makes sense. It's
0: very difficult to pick plot holes in this.
1: Very James, difficult. enough. I. Why do you not think it's a time travel film? Tell me now.
0: Okay, I think potentially the what we actually see happen is that he puts the shower cap on, because that's what I'm calling this type of time travel, by the way, shower shower cap time travel. Mm -hmm. I think he puts the the shower cap on to record his memories, and then all we actually see from then on is him reliving his memories, basically trying to make sense of where it all went wrong. And I don't think necessarily there was any real time travel he was just reliving his memories and that the version of lana that even comes with him may not have been a version of lana it may just have been his own head version of lana
2: i think that the director and the writer at some point have also had this conversation which is why you see them the put the caps same guy, on by together. The way yeah same guy yeah he had sorry chat yeah with himself. Okay, of course um i think that's why you see them put the caps on and then there is a cut to black when they time travel and then you see the cap swinging i think they probably thought this is a little bit vague in terms of what deliberately yeah i think (laughs) deliberately i don't think i don't think it affects the the overall feel of the film but i think you're right it's ambiguous but the right amount
0: i'm going to class it as time travel because we have to discuss it and it has to be in our list and if
1: uh, i would i would argue it's the by the same measure that you say oh, yeah, this movie is feigning time travel when actually it's just someone reliving memory. If this is then a movie reliving memory, then I can get into the depths of, well, surely reliving a memory in a sensory format is time travel in and of itself. You are transporting yourself back emotionally and mentally, if not physically.
0: Philosophical time travel versus
1: actual. yeah. But as you said, and I agree, James, for the purposes of our film club, this is a time travel movie. Oh, they God, definitely yeah, get chucked yeah, back yeah. one year. That's all I care about. And and yet I concede completely that there is definitely a strong read of this movie given that the words time travel don't get said. They just keep saying go back. And, you know, how many times have you said, God, I wish I could go back to the 90s and how good yeah. it felt because you don't want to go back to a place. You want to go back to a feeling. Yeah. And so you could easily read this movie as a loss of just it's all in his head, it's emotional exploration. And... I give that to the film. I think that depth is optional. Uh, We've spoken about optional depth before. I like it when it's there and I moreover like it when it's optional because that means that I can just watch a simple rerunny time travel movie or I can watch something in which a a man is struggling to get out of the endless way in which he seems to be hurting himself and his partner, which is also very enjoyable.
0: Now, quick question. Do we think we're going to have another Australian film set in a motel? (laughs) <laughs> god I because hope that's so. two so far are we I gonna get a so. third
1: i hope so i really hope so i, I love, do I, I love australian yeah, film boards. this movie's turned it right around for me so just motels australians give it to me <laughs> <laughs> how we how we doing for film facts on this uh little bitty little sparse this time i've got
2: interestingly that they made a complete redo of this film in 2017 really a, a spanish language version Oh. Called Peaches. It Ooh, is. I want to. I, will, I want to watch it too. To absolutely. It. I tried to find it and I couldn't, but I'm sure we can find it somewhere. It is word for word a complete redo of that. Uh, you wow. would have of, to because Inferno. words
1: have a lot of power in this yeah, specific word he says. And,
2: interestingly, Hugh Sullivan was involved in it. Oh, wonderful. So, like, I don't know whether he was a producer or. But I imagine if you are going to adapt something that is fairly recent, I mean, it's only three years later. That you have to have that person, particularly with how complicated it is to make sure you're doing everything right. Otherwise, if you, you miss one Dean here and oh. you're in a mess in terms of, in terms of release, it, it, it previewed at South by Southwest and then it had its VOD release in France in 2015. Um, that's and, why he
1: swears it at her in French. There absolutely, we go. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's just for the French
2: audience. Um, and then, and then it had a theatrical run in Australia, but I mean, that's kind of it really. I couldn't find budget or anything because I don't think it's had
1: like a proper. It gets really good ratings on like your IMDb's yeah. and your Rotten Tomatoes and all that. It, it yeah. was favourably reviewed by critics. I know that much. Mm. And, and following on
2: from this, Hugh Sullivan, the, the kind of major film that he did after this was something called The Art of Darts and Dying, which is about a little outback bar. Where the Grim Reaper turns up and and tries to take one of the guy's souls in there, and he challenges him to a game of darts to win his soul back. Anything Very I'm absolutely going to watch anything this
1: brilliant. guy makes. I
0: I would watch. Yeah, this down. is this is like yeah, a yeah.
1: masterful work. It's a yeah.
0: real. This is like a dense
1: tapestry.
0: It, honestly, the the layers in this film it is just uh, is a delicious moussaka of a film. Oh, nice,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. (laughs) I accept that
2: wholeheartedly. Power to
1: the tell. I
2: was going to go with you know, those like many layered chocolate cakes? It's rich. It's like it's a it's a taste you recognize. It's nothing bizarre. Is
1: there a Greek chocolate cake that I can reference?
2: Yeah, Moussaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you win there, James. I think Moussaka's much better. It's so much on point. I that's as, great. As
1: long as though, yeah, those layers, and much like you know, uh Moussaka, I can finish I can finish it all quite quickly as well, which is <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed about this film. Yeah, God. We haven't had a movie like this. We haven't had a film like this in the film club. Arguably since Primer. We had Los Crono Cremenes dealing with multiples, but we've had a somewhat, and yes, 41 dealt with multiples, but we had a relatively easy ride after Primer. And this brings us right back to the fact that sometimes you've got to work hard. Sometimes, much like... Terry at the Olympics, you just need to be yourself.
2: <laughs> Even if it means you lose your Olympic Terry's status. Like,
1: Terry's like mascot of the film club as far as I'm concerned now. He's like right up there. Him and the bandaged man are in like the Avengers of this time. Yeah, club yeah, there, right mm-hmm. there. Um, enjoyed it so thoroughly let's let's rank this bad boy and I uh, so we're only talking top of the we're only talking top half right
0: Oh absolutely I mean it, it was such a good film um I couldn't ever put it anywhere below something like Los Chrono really I it can't go below
1: Los Chrono because it's it's like a better it's Los Chrono with the same level of charm, same level of uh, wit, same yeah. level of but just more <laughs> I, it really
2: is I genuinely think this is my favorite one we've ever done. I mean, it's a I'm, hard I'm, I, one to argue. I'm really struggling to find reasons for it not to be top spot. It's so we it's so we judge on this.
1: quality of time travel Yeah, film. we do. We obviously factor in how much we enjoyed them and how good they are as films as well as as time travel films. But yeah, I I think we're we're talking one and two. I think we're talking. Yeah, is we it, are. Is it better than Primer as as a time travel exploration? I'm going to say no and I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, no, I know I know you would. I'm going to say no, but it's just because Primer is all Primer is the time travel. It's a movie that was like we we want to get into how could you logically time travel show you what happens when you did show you some big problems and this movie does but and it's it's The Infinite Man is a better film. So of course as as well as the time travel it includes some emotional exploration, some character development and some some genuine good thematic issues. Primer is just time travel constantly. There is some other stuff, but
0: it's just time, 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 time travel. So, yeah, I I couldn't put this at the top because I can't even 100% convince myself it's time travel. That's the only reason that
2: I would say I can't, I can't put it at the top. If, if, if it was just me and I was doing this on my own, I would, I would have pushed this to top spot. But because we have the conversation about it, There is the ambiguity, and I think that's intentional. I don't think it's accidental. Like a few of our films we've watched, there seems to be an ambiguous muddiness that has happened accidentally. This is intentional, and I agree. I think it's second place, isn't it? yeah i think it is i think it has to be honest. i yeah. think it has to be and
1: i'm so glad it is i love this movie i'm so glad i've seen it i will rave about this movie to anyone who wants to hear about it if i ever meet anyone who's like oh, yeah i do want to watch a really good time travel movie just like not too long or they wanted to watch something impressive and also structurally just, just watch a good movie yeah because exactly. it is
2: a good movie and i i didn't think we would find anything that would knock los cronos
1: which is sublime place. We, god we love that excellent
2: movie I could watch that yeah.
1: time and time again but this
2: has just pipped it
1: so guys like Lana too at the end of this film but for very different reasons I am completely done and I am walking <laughs> off into the desert wasteland known as an Australian uh, a wonderful time as ever can't wait for the next one thank
0: you very much guys I had a great time yeah. I, I can't wait to do it again brilliant movie see you And that weirdly
1: slick ending brings to a close another episode of Time Travel Film Club. If you'd like to share TTFC far and wide, our episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. And we'd be hugely grateful if you could leave us a rating and review so that our club can reach more ears. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with the Time Travel Film Club, how can they do that, guys? On Facebook at Time Travel Film Club, on Twitter at Time
2: Travel
0: Club, and on the subreddit r slash Time Travel Film Club, or an email to time_travel_film_club@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: Our next episode, we will be discussing 2013's I'll Follow You Down slash Continuum. You might have to search either one, but it's a Hayley Joel Osment. You'll find it. Until then, love from the past. See you in the future.